glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Yeah, I'd like to have 75 degrees and sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play us through right in rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. Well, we're getting a weird funk with these podcasts just because of the weird schedule and the holiday and now the All-Star break and finally being able to settle down into the room and uh, talk stuff, have friendship, right, Porter? Stop making excuses, Bobby. We all know it's, it's your fault. It is, it's 100% my fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's 100% my fault. But that's why we picked tonight. Fault. Baseball's fault. Uh, pick tonight. All-Star break is still here, so I'm not having to work, although there is some news I need to address. Um but we are back at the Put Me In Coach podcast. Bobby Blanco, Gregory Porter, Ian Foster, and Tom Natale. And joined by a special guest. Tom, you want to do the honors since he's your your boy? <laughs> one Tim Murray. One Tim Murray. Hey, What's up, guys? How you doing? Is that right? At one Tim Murray? That's right. At one Tim Murray. On the Twitter sphere? Yeah. yeah. Um, so as, as I understand it, you guys are all childhood friends? Uh, high school friends. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that was... Oh, whip. There, oh. Oh, there we go. Usually I talk about this Gotta get that sweet spot Uh, We were in the same homeroom at St. John's College High School And both of us proudly (laughs) spent a year at that high school So, uh, you were a single year? One year You were one year also? I was one year also (laughs) Then I went to the Heights Oh, the Heights Yeah Yeah. No booze for that Everyone was like, okay (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're they're in the WCAC now So I guess I should boo Yeah I, I looked get, at some of those scores. <laughs> Holy shit. I guess I should boo. But <laughs> they lost by like 87 points to Gonzaga. And wow. Yeah, it was bad. Didn't Ooh. you have to guard Dante? <laughs> guarded Dante, guarded Mike Beasley. Uh, oh, oof. <laughs> beat Arinze Anuwaku. That was my pride and joy. He went to Syracuse. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. So, local guy. Um, we prob- If you name sounds familiar, you probably heard him on 980. Uh, used to do a show with yep. um, Nick Ashu right in the midday. He's so, uh, he's so handsome. He he's is a good-looking fellow. Uh, I was better-looking, though. <laughs> I was definitely the better-looking of that, of that crew. Confidence oh. is half the battle. So, hey, you know Oh, it's all about I mean, I came in there wearing loafers with socks one day, and he gave me a bunch of shit about it. I said, no, man, it's all about confidence. I, I trust in my confidence, and I've been married for, well, now five years, so I, I don't care. I, I've, <laughs> I haven't cared since senior year of college. <laughs> Even before then, as Tom can and all these guys can attest, I yeah. never really cared. Yeah. And I was like, eh. Yeah, figure, why so serious? I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Uh, but yeah, I did a show with Nick Ashew for a little bit. Then we got fired. That was pretty sweet. And uh, just got let go from my morning show. So yeah, you catch me at a great time. <laughs> Radio <laughs> is a fun, fun business <laughs> to be a part of. Yeah. Frederick Keys. Frederick Keys, Aberdeen Ironbirds. Uh, Called a championship that Manny Machado was uh, on the field, 2011. That was pretty nifty. That's Down cool. in Kinston, North Carolina. Saw uh, you posted a picture of the ring. Yeah, I tweeted out the ring this uh, the, today. I've never worn that ring. Uh, never been a championship ring person. Yeah. Nor have I ever won a legit ring. Right. So maybe if I won a Super Bowl, I, I would wear that. <laughs> Not a you know single A baseball with cu- cubic zirconium ring. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I would only wear a ring like to special like a, it's not an everyday type no. of yep. thing. Some people do though, which is like obnoxious. But like, I wouldn't do it on every single day. I totally get that. You do uh, Navy football also? Yeah, do a little bit of everything. So yeah, I was just at a meeting today, uh, getting ready for the Navy football season. Some of the studio hosts for that do a little pregame, postgame 
I was over at the Olympics. That was pretty neat. Oh, that's awesome. That was awesome. It's yeah. part of Westwood One's coverage. Uh, and uh, just found out today I'm going to be going out to St. Louis in uh, in August to be a part of the PGA Championships coverage on Westwood One. So that would be pretty very cool. cool. Yeah. Very nice. So that was uh, a neat phone call to receive today. I'm like, ooh. You don't like golf, do you? I was going to say, are you a golf guy? Uh, they, he likes money. He is me, now. They're going to pay me money. And I <laughs> just like, got fired. And I've I got a one-year-old. I fucking love go. Shit. <laughs> this shit. What are you talking about, Tom? Shut up. Do you know anything about hockey or curling? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I know a lot about all of that talking stuff. Talking about two-time All-State curler. That's right. <laughs> How long is that plane flight? I got plenty of Google time. 14 hours. <laughs> Jesus. Direct flight from Dulles. And then a three-hour bus ride. At least it was direct. From Yeah, it really wasn't that bad. And I'm 6'6". Six, six, and... Uh, Shout out to Korean Air Airlines, which I'm sure we've, that's a sponsor. Absolutely. Yep. So, yeah. Thank you. No, uh, I don't have to do the plug. Yeah. Bills. Yeah. Uh, We're testing. Very solid airlines. Uh, comfortable, good food, decent movies. The only issue I had was I flew early February and then late February, so the movies remained the same. You get new movies every new month. So uh, that, was, uh, that was the unfortunate return flight. I had the same movies. What movies did you pick? <laughs> What movies did I pick? American Made. Tom Cruise was in that movie. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, entertained me for about two hours. I did watch Lion King. They yes. Lion Hell King yeah. That always like, plays. I was like, sure. Yeah, yeah. Why not? We'll go down and walk down memory lane <laughs> right here. I uh, watched some weird Ben Stiller indie flick that was terrible about his son choosing a college. That was pretty awful. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, some other random movies. A couple TV shows. Yeah. Cool. You can download Netflix now. That was my. I downloaded all of I didn't know you Black Mirror that. last time I did. Yeah. I didn't know we could do that. That's a, that's a key feature. <laughs> that would have been. That would have. That's been, a game changer. That would have been beneficial. Very that much so. Would have been nice knowledge to have pre yeah. fourteen hour I, flight. I, I did find out the worst place to be hungover in the world is on an airplane. Yes. There is nothing worse. Yeah. That is the. I, I never wanted to do because you again. can't really move no. or do anything. You oh. just have to sit in it. Did you call dinosaurs while you were on the airplane? No. No. There's someone I know that did that. It wasn't me. Oh, <laughs> but it's also like, but you could. If are you one that can sleep on an airplane? No. Okay. So not, then, not even then you're screwed. Yeah, I can sleep on an airplane. It's just if you can't, then you're just literally sitting in your ha- hangover. I'm so envious of that. Yeah. So. I mean, it's not like easy. Like I always try to get the aisle seat. I mean, the window seat. Sorry. Yep. So I just do that in my. You ever gotten drunk on an airplane though? Yes. No. That's yes. that's tremendous. That's, 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 that's fantastic. Yeah, it is yeah. fun. I was. Uh, it's like three dollars. Yeah. Too. Sen- <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. So senior year of college, I was flying down to Key West to to hook up with my folks, and uh, something happened. I was flying out of Philly, and I was, if you've ever been at the Philly airport, for some reason, I think it's United and United Express are in two different terminals. So there was confusion. Somehow, I got canceled off my flight. I was at. Philly airport for like six hours. And long story short, I got linked up with my dad's name, who's a, a big time traveler. And I was sitting there pissed off, like nine o'clock at night, just want to go down to Florida. And I'm like, uh, Tim Murray, can you please call up to the desk? I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, they canceled me off this flight. And they just handed me a, a first class ticket. Nice. So, first class down to Fort Lauderdale is like four seats. So the stewardess, or the steward, because it was a guy, just stood there. was like, you know the beer? I was like, sure. So I must have drank like seven beers just sitting there talking yeah. to the, the <laughs> flight attendant. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. It's the well, greatest flight of all time. What I've been doing is like, you just go get those travel size like you know, vodka bottles or greatest life rum or whiskey, whatever. Loophole. And then just ever. get like an orange juice or a Coke and just pour it in and just mm-hmm. do it. And now you don't have to buy alcohol on the plane. And then... 
It's a smooth sail. Getting drunk on an airplane like different because of like the altitude somehow is that? Oh, that's no, like but you're, tra- very but you're, tra- you're, you're chasing the dragon. You got a pregame before you get on that flight. Yeah, because sure. I mean the farthest I've gone, I mean I guess in the United States it's to California, and that's like a four and a half hour flight. Yeah, and that's I mean you're you're case racing essentially. That by the last hour you then get drunk and then you're just stuck in your seat. And it also depends where you're going too. Like you're crossing time zones. Like, do you want to yeah. be tied or do you want to be like ready to go party once you land? Like, I went to Vegas. Like, we wanted to be ready, to like awake and have a little bit of a buzz. That way you can get off the plane and go. Yeah. And so like, you didn't try to wade bogs it and have like seventy beers no, across the co- cross no, country. I had like, I, had like I got the forty nine. <laughs> two vodka orange juices <laughs> and I was ready to then go. And we landed at ten a.m. Damn. I, I was uh, going to the uh, national championship in two thousand. 12 when Notre Dame lost by 900 points. So I had to start drinking before I even got there. You went there there as a fan, too. Oh, yeah. Straight fan. Uh, It was a great experience until kickoff. Uh, (laughs) I got told. This has never happened in my life. I got told it was too early to order booze. I was like, wow, I feel like a degenerate. And then (laughs) as soon as 6 o'clock in the morning came around, the the waitress returned. She's like, still want that Bloody Mary? I was like, damn right, I want that Bloody Mary. (laughs) On vacation. Been waiting for you asking this whole time. (laughs) <laughs> um, all right. Well, there has been some sporting events happening around the area. Yep. And both on the field and off the field. Um, Tom's got a little bit of a rundown. What, what, what do you want to start with, Tom? Well, I was actually going to – I wanted to ask you and – Look at this. Bobby and Tim both. Okay. Um, so I listened to Tim's podcast a few days ago, and you said you know, famously you're, that you've never worked a day in your life. That's true. And so Well, I did work at Safeway uh, I remember senior that. year in high school. <laughs> I so do remember I did that. work for two weeks, yep. and then and then after that, I didn't work. Uh, has there been like a moment for the two of you, with you both being in the same industry, that you're just like, holy shit, I'm getting paid right now? Uh, yeah, it just happened this past week. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Being at the All-Star Game, Home Run Derby, even the celebrities. Like, I was face-to-face with Jamie Foxx and talking to him, and Josh Norman looked me dead in the eye. I mean, you've been to Mexican training camp, so that's probably not news to you. But, like, Jamie Foxx was kind of weird because I've never, outside of athletes, I've never seen, like, a celebrity in person. Um, and so that was, like, I saw, uh, what's your name? Uh, she's oh, Bill Nye. I saw Bill Nye. Who He's, apparently is, is the talk of the town. Yeah. Everybody oh, yeah. loves Bill Nye. Yeah. Uh, well, he was just, like, full of energy, you know, just full of scientific energy. And... Um, there was like geek out people who yeah, had like <laughs> signs. Like, Bill Nye, I'm only here to see you, and like he like ran over it. there. Um, so that was pretty cool. So yeah, like that was like, wow, I'm getting paid to just sit here and like, you know, watch John Wall take horrible batting practice for a softball game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basketball is <laughs> not translated. Videos were good. It yeah. does not. It is impressive that there are so many incredibly athletic human beings that are just horrible at other sports. Yes, it is. It's, it's hilarious. You'll see it. Like I, I remember, and this is not the same level of John Wall because he's one of the most athletic humans on this earth. But you know, seeing someone like the football players try to play intramural basketball in college, you're like, how? <laughs> how are you so bad at that and so good at something else? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's been a lot of moments uh, for me. I mean, I, I hosted a show you know, in, in DC and not that I ever became really famous or people knew who I was, but like, you know, my brother texting me like, Hey man, some random dude was just listening to your radio show. That was kind of cool. I'm like, yeah, I get paid to do that. That's, that's really neat. But yeah, I mean, the Olympics was, was an incredible opportunity to fly over there to be a part of, uh, Westwood one, which does so many events. They do the Super Bowl. They do, uh, college football. I just, I, they, they were kind of like a, a bucket list type of, company to work for 
and to get linked up with them, to fly, to get everything taken care of, to be there, you know, wearing NBC gear. Uh, so, yeah, there, there have been a lot of moments, but that one probably most recently was like, wow, this is incredible. And I, and I will go home. I will have paid for nothing, flown to a foreign country, and get paid money. And I'm yeah. like, wow, this, <laughs> yep. is, this is incredible. That's not a bad gig. No. Did, you get, did you get to keep the jacket? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of... We, I wouldn't say a lot of gear. <laughs> Navy hooks me up with just countless amounts oh, of bet. gear. It's incredible. I get a box every year. It, Marketing's it, on point. Like all Under Armour. All like, Under Armour, yeah. just top-notch, sweet, sweet gear. It is awesome. <laughs> God, and all I do, I don't even go to games. I go into a studio and produce and, and, and uh, do the studio hosting. But, um, yeah, wearing that jacket, that came in handy. That first week in Pyeongchang, it was bitter. It was yeah. super cold. I bet. Uh, but, yeah, that was, that was incredible. And, you know, just to be like, yep. It's kind of like in Wayne's World when they all flash the, like backstage. Backstage, yeah. I was like NBC, NBC, get out of my way. Working with NBC, yeah. like oh yeah, that's the company that pays billions to be here. You can do whatever you want. Do you find that when like when you're at events like that, like I don't know if I'm supposed to do this, but I feel like if I just act like I'm allowed, I'm allowed to be here, that it'll be fine, and it usually is the case. Just, that's what I do all the time. Yeah, you just, <laughs> I've done that before, where you just, especially on like lower levels. I remember I was going to uh, a Delmarva Shorebirds game just for the hell of it, and I just pulled out a random credential that I had. I don't even know what it was. I was like, "Yeah, media." He was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. just go on it." <laughs> yeah. uh, the Olympics was a little bit more that you had like numbers on your credential. It was it was pretty well organized in that regard. Speaking of that, there's a couple Olympians, um, but yeah. It is. It's the same thing with just. I think just life in general. Yeah. If you just be, act like you're supposed to. It's like when you're buying beer underage. You're like, yeah. I am 21. Yeah. <laughs> I will get this if you. Are I would sh- like a Long Island iced tea, please. Your sh- <laughs> hand is shaking when you hand them. Yeah. Five your, of your them. Your fake Sorry. ID. Yeah. I heard Five. they added extra hops. To it. <laughs> <laughs> you're an organ donor. <laughs> Even uh, when you're dead, they try to rip your heart out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, like the winter meetings is always, it's a long week, but like I was there at the press conference when the Yankees introduced John Carlos Stanton. That's kind of cool just cause he's a big name going to obviously a big, big team. Um, I'm going to Vegas in, in December. I'm getting paid to go to Vegas for and what? Then, for the winter meetings. That's where they oh, are this yeah, year. Right. Yeah. So I mean, that'll be cool. Um, yeah, it's, it is an interesting kind of gig and world where like, because I'm sure you started out as a fan, too. Yeah. And, like, you know, you saw that little fan in, like inside you. You're like, oh, my God, this is so cool. But like, you have to be there. You're there for work. And it's just. just yeah, that first time you go into a locker mind blowing. room is, is unique. Yeah. You're like, whoa. Yeah. I got to be professional here. Mm-hmm. But but um, that's Bryce Harper's butt. <laughs> do see a lot of penis. You do yeah. see a lot of genitalia the one time I was in a locker room. A lot of penis. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and well, it, this was back in, like, the 2008 Nats when we were the worst team in baseball. And they weren't, they weren't very good. Nope. So, uh, that, but, but, but their penises were still, they were still good. <laughs> yeah, no, what I mean was the, the that was the bad oh, part. Oh, yeah. Needed bigger dicks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll say it for you. <laughs> um, uh, qu- another question I had for, for you is, you know, I, so yesterday I, I played at the bullpen post game. Yeah. You and did. the reason why I was supposed to do the pregame, the reason why I didn't is because Barstool Sports was there. Mm. And they've really been... Raining on Tommy's thunder. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, I will start right off the bat, and I'll say I'm not a... a hey, PFT, go fuck yourself. I'm supposed <laughs> to be playing guitar right now. He's DC. I like PFT. Yeah, PFT's cool. <laughs> um, I, I'm not the biggest fan of, their, uh, of that 
kind of broadcast or, or whatever their media their niche their is. Yeah. And um, you know, I I I, under, I I believe it's under the premise it's supposed to make light of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, this is I mean they've been a you know reign supreme for a few years now, and I guess what's that? What's the difference between that and you know the mainstream media? What you what you guys have done and everything? Cost. What's the difference between mm-hmm. Barstool and and or, or just what are your thoughts on that kind of? I think it's not even just media. them. I, I think it's a lot of things. I mean, I don't. I that's not me. I can't do that. Um, I mean, I, I can joke around. I can have fun, but that everything. I used to listen to Pardon My Take a lot because I thought they they got good guests and you know they they usually they have the ability to allow these athletes to open up, which is which is pretty unique and that's a skill. Um, but th- they just nothing is serious, yep. and, and 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 look, that's their niche. I, and I think a lot of this is a bit of jealousy because I, you know, I I have struggled recently, and I felt like you know I've done things the right way, but maybe there isn't a right way because Skip Bayless gets paid five six million dollars yeah. a year, and he's an absolute joke. Uh, Colin Cowherd, uh, Clay Travis, uh, all these guys, and. You know, they can they can put on this fake persona to rile people up, and that's what's working right now. And Barstool's kind of a little bit of different. They just make a mockery of everything, which to an extent is, is kind of, in, which is enjoyable because they just make fun of everybody, which yeah. is which is kind of fun too. So I think they go a little bit too far in, in that regard. They do. Like there, there's, a, there's a happy medium somewhere, um, but... I, I think it's been extremely success. It's obviously been extremely successful. So I, I am a bit jealous of of all those the the hot takers of the world, the the bar stools of the world, uh, because they're extremely successful. It's not my taste, but it, it 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 apparently is a lot of people's taste. You know, and I I again I understand that they're trying to make light of it. Levity needs to be applied in everyday life. I I agree with that. It's. They're just basically making millions laughing at other people's expense. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's not, it's not meant to be even, like, it's humiliating to some of these viral videos that they post every day. And, you know, what they talk about is just completely insignificant. Yeah, a lot of, and, their, a lot of their stuff's really demeaning. Yeah, and, it's, you know, and, you know it's bro like, culture, if you will. You yeah, know, like, so, so I, yeah, I, I, underst- I, under- I understand the concept. I, I yeah. totally get it. I think, you know, for the most part, we've done that in our, you know, everyday life, but to kind of see it in our in, in our face as acceptable you're like mm. yeah i feel like they've been able to capitalize on a marketplace in which that regular media has not given the full like oh like okay youtube okay well, facebook and they're kind of the, okay instagram this is they're almost you know what trying I mean? to say like well this is what you really think but you're just not willing to say it and we're willing to say it right yeah. so they have their ability to make content that costs next to nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, that is essentially improvisation or just people speaking their mind, and it happens to be funny because it's so ridiculous. And then you get multiple people where, it, like, I mean, I, I can't go through three videos on on my news feed in in um, Facebook and things that are completely unrelated to each other without a barstool will, will show up there. Yeah. Um, so. That has a huge impact, I guess, on on their success and how they've been doing it. But it, uh, to your to your comment of um, you know doing it the right way, I think it's just like they hit it right on the money and just have not stopped, which is just kind of the momentum of which that has just propelled them even further. 
everybody else is like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck's going on here? Like, how how are how are these people still doing this? But I think it's at the same time, I'm envious of it because yeah, if it weren't the way that they're doing it, you know, some of the stuff that they do is fucking ridiculous. But I mean, all. F- Five of us would love to fucking be able to yeah. do that. Yeah, that's on what a regular I said. Basis. You're, you're going to pay me to bullshit with my friends for nine yeah. hours a day? Sounds great. Yeah. yeah. They hire some. I don't know how they haven't been sued. God knows how many times. Their non disclosure or their contract <laughs> agreement for employment has to be like a, a goddamn Moby Dick sized fucking book because the shit that you see in videos is like, that is not a functioning workplace. That is not at all. Their HR department would be like fucking like. T- 20 it'd be three times the size of the regular staff yep. just to process all the paperwork that goes on with the bullshit and, and their ceo in particular he's yes. the one that gets in it's trouble absurd. Probably the most. it's so yeah. absurd it's like that would never happen anywhere else how it happens there i think is just amazing I, to me i guess one thing that upsets me about them is that if okay so you capitalize on essentially emasculating other people a lot with the the, the videos that they post yet when someone you know, calls them out on that, they go on like a smear campaign. I remember they got into it with the founder of Bleacher Report. And he just goes, I feel like what they do is unsubstantiated and they're just misogynistic and, and you know, promoting binge drinking, what have you. And they just went on this campaign to get everyone on social yeah. media to unfollow Bleacher They figured Report. out mob mentality. Yeah, it, I, I don't know. I just, it, I felt like... really good at it. It's insane. Just annoying, but... I, yeah, I, no, no I, 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 I don't disagree. It's, they have a... Um, I mean, I think everyone would like to have the success that Barstool Sports has, but without, and are kind of dumbfounded, I guess. I feel like, and again, I, I, or not again, but I don't want to compare this to everything else, but there's the same kind of like, how the fuck is Trump still president? That's exactly what I was thinking. You know what, you know I, what I mean? It's the same paradigm where it's just like, like... I don't know where we all stand on this. So like, how, how, is, how is that still a thing? And how are there people still supporting it? And the mob mentality. It's, it's, it's insane. Well, it's absolutely it, insane. And nobody really likes to be you know, made fun of. So when you get, you know, it, it's, it's, it, it kind of goes back to just when you were in high school or middle school or whatever. So you're going to dish out, you know, shit to, to Tom and Tom's going to throw it back at me. I can't get all bent out of shape and, you know, yeah. say, oh, Tom's an asshole. It's like, well, you... You kind of started it, right? So that's just the way it feels like everyone's that way. You can dish it out, but you can't take it take, back. Yeah. I'm just like, all right. Yeah, it reminds me, like, I guess working behind the scenes now, like in sports media, like I see how hard like people I work, like Mark Zuckerman, and Rocco Baco work at to do their job to like actually report what's happening like in the, in the sporting world and have in depth conversation about. Big get for your colleague today. He was the one that broke the. And the amount of support right? staff yeah. behind those people is yeah. tremendous. And so like when I see like I'm not saying they don't know what they're talking about, but to me it's just you know everyone in this room has been in a conversation with somebody who clearly doesn't know what they're talking about. You know, it reminds me of like being in college and talking to this drunk idiot who claims to know a lot about sports and he's from New York and he knows everything because he's a Yankees fan. And it's like, well, you, you know, you don't really know. What I mean, I'm not saying I know everything, but like, I feel like I know more than you and you're just blabbling just to blabble. And that's what Barstool kind of makes me think of. And it's like, Nick sucks, it's, Yankees it's suck, like, Rangers it's, suck. yeah, exactly. It's like half <laughs> Krypton sucks. Krypton sucks. It's half annoying that, but it's also half jealousy because you yeah. know, they found a market and then they're doing really well. Yeah. And you know, Good for them, but, it, but if it's not for it's just, that's not for me. Like it, I, it, I prefer to read or watch or listen to people who actually know what they're talking about yeah. and talking about actual sporting things instead of like talking about why isn't LeBron a ninety nine rating on two K? Like, but who cares? we also, I mean, You're we also purist. say that Barstool has. 
I, I agree with you because there are so many people in the industry that you work in, in the industry that I, I work in, that, that do bust their ass and do the things the right way. But then there are people in the same industry, a Skip Bayless, yeah. uh, a Clay Travis, that, that just know how to push the right buttons, and they're getting contracts extensions, and I'm reading about it in the millions of dollars. So it's as much as Barstool Sports is a podcast and is like kind of a niche thing that has exploded, there are people in mainstream media that have taken advantage sure. of, of just, I don't, I could put in all of this work or I could just think of the craziest shit and do five bullet points to yeah. back it up. Kind of like you're on jury. I mean, you know, it's, it's yeah. like defending a, a, defending a murderer who clearly has, you know, the murder weapon was in his hand and somehow you got to find a weapon, a way to defend him. And that's Hillary's the- emails. <laughs> Hillary's goddamn emails. I'm tired of it. We're dealing with this first. <laughs> nice. Um, I guess last question about that then. Would you say Barstool is here to stay? You, you feel like maybe this is cyclical and... I think it is here to stay. Yeah. I think they, they've they've built an empire. And it's actually been around for a lot longer yeah. than people know. It, it was started as like a pamphlet in Boston and uh, was around for a long time. And I guess it just took a while to 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 get to the level that it did. But uh, I think it's here to stay. I mean, what is, I guess, let's define here to stay. I mean, how long is sports radio around? I, I think Barstool has more longevity realistically than, than the sports radio world. Yeah. Especially on AM radio. I mean, yeah. AM radio is going away. Yeah. yeah. And also think about their target audience. It's all young people. And yeah. there's going to be continuously young people coming up, you know, who have older brothers Whole and sisters. A lot of frat bros. And yep. Barstool Sports, I mean, to their credit, they'll continue to be probably pretty innovative in, in what markets, you know, what social media things and... and yeah, they hired two more girls. Do you guys see that? Wow. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like half weird. Of, you know, <laughs> weird. When I was in college, there four women in the office. Half now. the thing that got them popular was that they did a smoke show of the day every day. Like they would post on their Twitter, Instagram, a picture of a hot girl who's in college every day, and that's what got them like the most let's, like let's hits not, and stuff. Let's not throw stones on this show. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't show pictures. True. Yeah. True. We're on the internet. And we're talking that's about why celebrities. we're still here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready for the bad part? Is this the part that's Here comes the fun right. part. Ian, you want to vent? No. no this, <laughs> this one. This, it's just a dude, guys. This one just hurts so it's much. It's just a dude, guys. We got, we got more dudes. It, Listen here, you <laughs> fucking... <laughs> get out. <laughs> All right, everybody. Let's, let's, let's lighten the mood here. Yeah. Well, Manny Machado officially retreated today to the Los Angeles Dodgers before the second half starts on Friday. Um, the Orioles are getting five prospects back, headlined by what's his name, Usniel Diaz, an How outfielder. Do you say that? Couldn't Usniel. have moved farther Usniel. away. Uh, well, actually, no, he could have. Number four overall prospect. Also, wasn't his choice. An outfielder. Yeah. Now, that's the thing. It's that's not his weird. choice. It's weird. I, it would have hurt differently it. had he left in free agency because yes. that would have been his choice. Yes, this was not his choice, and, and I he think, was clearly upset about it the past few days. Yeah, and um, you know, I think for Orioles fans. It's one of those things where it hurts so much because it has to happen, but that's what hurts. It's like we're, we got to a point where the Orioles had to get rid of them. It had to because happen because they're so bad, and now you have to start a whole rebuild mode again. Again, I mean, when's the last time we even began? A Duquette sucks, right? He doesn't do shit. This is this. Well, is he'll the, be gone. He needs to be gone. Yeah, I mean, he's he's up at the end of the year. There's, yeah. He's not going back. Um, I thought it was, I mean, 
in my opinion, the winter meetings are where big trades happen, and that's when Manny should have been gone. And I know it would have hurt, and I know Oreo fans, and you guys can speak to it more than I can, would have, you know, they, they believed that they had a legitimate shot to, to make a run this year. Well, clearly, I mean, smarter people should have recognized that this was a horrible baseball team, yeah. and they weren't going to, to make a run. Um, I, I would have been curious to see what they would have been able to get in the offseason when said team would have been able to offer would have been able to receive Manny for a full year. But the good thing was there were multiple teams vying for his services. Um, and I'm sure they put them up against each other. And, you know, the Phillies wanted him bad. The Brewers wanted him bad. I mean, there were a total what, of seven teams that reached out mm-hmm. that, that, that were interested. I mean, why wouldn't they were you be? I mean, he's, uh, a top, he's a yeah. top five yeah. player in the league. Yeah. And, and the Dodgers uh, clearly have a hole at shortstop. And, you know, hopefully, you know, to get five players, and, and, and I'm sure people will say, well, they didn't get enough for them. We don't know. We don't I mean, know. prospects really are. I mean, I love prospects. I mean, how long, to, to spin this national-wise, how long were we in love with Lucas Giolito? Oh, my God. Oh, my. I forgot Lucas that Lucas Giolito, Reynaldo Lopez. And then the reason that they were, they were lifted up so high and put on this pedestal and then – they got traded for Adam Eaton. Everyone's like, oh, how could you do that? You're like, well, you don't know. And and clearly, they're really not that good because they haven't proven to be that good. Yeah. So even the top premier prospect could suck. It is yeah. it, it happens all the time. Yep. In and, every sport. And a throw-in guy like Tanner Roark could end up being great. Tanner Roark was traded for Christian Guzman, was a afterthought. Wasn't even a top 30 prospect. So for the mm-hmm. Orioles to get five total bodies – and they're going to be four double-A guys and one triple-A guy, you just never know. Get more bodies in there. They'll trade yeah. Zach Britton. They should trade Adam yeah. Jones. Agreed. Just keep getting more bodies in Mark there. Mark Trumbo, too. And that's Trumbo, what the Yan- Yankees did that a couple of years ago yep. when they were down. They ended up trading, I think, was it three or four players? They got they 12 get, bodies into their organization. Get, yeah. Torres, that was their big game. Yeah. Um, Gary Sanchez, I think they traded Sanchez, they drafted. Yep. They got uh, they got Sheffield, Justice Sheffield, I believe, in, in one of their deals. I'd also say I would be if I were the Orioles, I would have gone by what the Astros did because they were the war- they were horrible yeah. a few years ago, and now they're the best team in baseball. They're yeah. even better than they were last year. Yeah, well, they shouldn't have been the, that good last year. Yeah, they, they I mean, you have to have the right people running the organization. You have to get lucky too. Sure. Uh, I mean, you, you need the out. I mean, for the Orioles, you, you got to get your ass to to uh, Latin America. I mean, it's yeah, embarrassing. Correct. It is embarrassing how <laughs> infrequently they are down there. They do not. Sp- they trade away those uh, those slots like it's candy. International sightings were, I believe, two weeks ago, and they made Zero. zippy. Yeah. So, I mean, whereas the Nationals, I believe, made upwards of eight yep. or almost ten. And the Nats have done pretty well with yep. internet. I mean, Juan Soto, Juan Soto, Victor Robles. Robles. Yep. I mean, they have gotten. They have. You know, it's a long process. Those guys are 16 years old. I mean, talk yep. about hit or miss. I mean, you, you trade for a 21-year-old who's been in the minors. You, you know a little bit more. When you're signing a guy from the Dominican Republic or Venezuela, you don't know really. I mean, yeah. you're hoping. So, uh, but you're also trusting your system. Like, yeah. the Nats have a great system or have built a great system where they feel comfortable building these guys up. I mean, I, I don't think the Orioles really do because they don't do it. And if you were to start now, that's great, but that's going to take a couple you're, years for that system yeah, to build. Eight ball yeah, exactly. That. I wouldn't, you know, I'm going to speak on behalf of you and tell me if I'm if I'm right here. I would say probably what's most frustrating, if I were you, frustrating, is frustrating. that you have a once in a generation talent in Manny Machado. Yeah. And yes, you did make the 2014 um, ALCS run, but 
more so, you when you have someone of that level of talent, you build them around them, and then you make a legitimate, serious run. And yes, the Orioles have been more successful over the past, you know, what six years than they were back in the, you know, the early two thousands. All of that being said, here we are, you know, trading away your best player, and you're going straight into a rebuild mode. It just kind of feels like a, like a waste. Is that? Yes, a complete waste. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I, I love that run, the ALCS. Regardless of we got swept, it was what it was. Royals were the better team. But we at least swept Detroit to get there, and that felt amazing. And this is, besides Ovechkin, the greatest athlete that I've watched. Besides Ripken, I was too young to really appreciate it. I appreciate the hell out of it. In his prime. In his prime, yeah, yeah. Like, I was, I grew up watching Cal. Yeah. But, like, but I really enjoyed baseball and understood baseball enough and watched Machado, who I, I mean, to me, the best third baseman. He's a good shortstop, but he's a fantastic third baseman. Tim and Arenado, that's it. Hmm. And to see him just leave, and he doesn't want to leave. I don't think he would have signed, but five prospects I'm happy with. I am, especially, it's, it seems like they're going to be good. The four, four double A already, that's good. But besides Ovechkin, I've enjoyed watching Manny Machado. And watch more Manny Machado highlights than I have any any DC or local athlete. John Wall, fantastic, great, but he's a top five point guard. Manny Machado's top five in the league. Yep. It just it hurts. It hurts tremendously. That, but I'm rooting more for Los Angeles than I've ever rooted for anybody to win the World Series outside of the Orioles. Do it. Yeah, uh, I mean, he was number three overall pick, and you know he was the guy. You know, the same draft as Bryce Harper. You know, mm-hmm. he was the guy that was supposed to bring this franchise out of the dirt and sludge that was the 2000s, basically, you know, from the time Cal retired till up until then. So, you know, he was be the franchise player, the guy who was going to be, you know, if Manny stayed, he would have 13 retired, done, statue. You know, he would have been the, one of the best, if not the best Orioles player of all time. Yeah. Um, and so he was supposed to be the guy. And that's why I heard so much that it came to this. And I mean, and to Tim's point about, this team not being that good. I mean, I I don't think I've said it before like they weren't supposed to be this bad. I mean, I I, I thought they would at least be a little more competitive than this. I mean, they are horrible. They're, I mean, horrible. they're, they're worst team in baseball. Yeah, by yeah. far. Yeah, and, and so I I think no one saw. I, at least I didn't. I, no I, one saw this down. coming. I, I did not see this coming. I mean, well, I mean, I, you don't sign Alex Cobb. You don't. I mean, if you think you're. I mean, Alex Cobb is a, a, a selection or a signing that a team that believes they have a legit chance to do something. Yeah. That's a signing that they make. Um, I mean, back to your point, Ian, about you know Manny and, and being one of the more amazing players you've ever seen. I mean, I saw him at 19 when he came up. And, you know, 19-year-olds, uh, when I was broadcasting with the Keys, and you just don't see the things that he, d- he did. And, yeah. and, and the same goes with Bryce Harper. I mean, I, I know that he's having a down year right now, but – what these two guys did at the age that they did it, and you know, you can argue Juan Soto too. I mean, it is—it's incredible. I mean, and I think that was a really neat thing about the All Star Game was that there's so much young, exciting talent. In that baseball. AL lineup they said was just—I mean, it was all righties, but good. Yeah, God. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of youth and, and excitement for baseball. Um, so we'll, we'll see. But yeah, Manny was was incredible, and watching him at 19 years old I was like, whoa. You you knew. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. It was one of those it factors. You were like, "Yep, that guy." You just know. He could throw anything on a frozen rope. Yep, doesn't matter where he is. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. I miss him already. Yeah, <laughs> I really it, do. It, it's it's very morbid, but it, it almost feels like a like a death. Like you you knew this was going to happen. It just and it, then it, 
you, you, you try it, to prepare yourself for it. And then, it helped though. It did help yeah. knowing that this was going to happen. But it was kind of funny. I was up in, uh, I was just driving around Baltimore uh, a couple weeks ago when Manny didn't run out a ball on a yeah. double play, and it, and it felt like Oriole fans were just trying to find anything to try to disengage from Manny. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, see, <laughs> let him go. Yeah, he's not, he's not even running balls out, and people are like, all right. Let's relax. It's, you know, July. You're the worst team in baseball, and he's, you know, loafing on a tailor-made ground ball. So let's just pump the brakes. But it it feels like Nats fans are doing that, too, to an extent. They're like, you know, when uh, the other day on a hard ground ball that he didn't run out. People, it it feels like when fans know it's coming, they try to separate themselves. It's like when, you know, you know your girlfriend's going to break up with you. You're just trying to find, you know, somebody like, yeah. She was a bitch. Uh, never <laughs> really liked. Never really farted liked. too much. Yeah, never really liked her. Farted too yeah. much. Um, yeah, it's tough. This this is one of the this is one of the hardest. I've been like <laughs> kind of sad like all day. Yeah. Let's this, shout this out the hardest thing. Uh, let's ever. reach out to Umo. He is Umo. Uh, yeah, drink. Love you, buddy. <laughs> we actually call. We should call him right now. I don't. Know, I don't know if I'm set up for that right now. What am I? My checking you, is you mean mentally set up, set up for it? No, that, that would be no, a, actually, that would go like, on for a long like time. Hardware. What is he up? just texted us? I'm That's trying what to I'm read saying. it. Like, <laughs> he said, "I feel like I just got dumped because the parents didn't want us dating." <laughs> this this has just been our lives. He just keeps on texting. I mean, it's, it's the Umo show on the on the fucking chat. He's just <laughs> just just yelling into the wind. The bottom line is, you should never. Have to trade a generational talent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. that's should, where they yeah, got you sucks. Do everything in your power to right. keep him with you and well, the organization, yeah. build around him. Yeah. Because otherwise, what was the point? Yeah. What the fuck was the point? Yeah. And then for I mean, years later to get five random prospects. Nope. You're also thinking it's a back, lot of money. Like looking at what the Orioles are paying Chris Davis, so seven years, 161 million. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're gonna pay him that much money, like. You have to keep Manny Machado. Like, open, open the checkbook. Yeah. Open and it. they're just not going to get that chance. Nope. So, but like Tom said earlier, so this is basically a rental because the Dodgers are, for in the long term, set at shortstop and third base. Yep. So yeah. does Manny, where does, where is the market open for him I would say they probably move Seager to second because he's coming off Tommy John, so second he doesn't have to throw, I mean, he doesn't need the same exact arm strength. That's yeah. assuming Manny resigns with the Dodgers. Yeah. So Imagine or, basically three So that, what if he goes to the Phillies? You got, <laughs> what, Cody, you got Cody Bellinger. Like, not even close. You're out. <laughs> Seager. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Is it Josh Turner? Is it Josh or Justin? Justin. Justin. I'm sorry, I always get two. At, at third? Next, yep. Manny, that is, um, Manny Grandal, obviously you still have... Clayton Kershaw, mm-hmm. Matt Kemp's there. Yep, Puig. Yeah, they're wow. pretty good. Yeah, they got some, they got some players. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where Manny goes. I I think I think Philly's going to make a, a massive run at him. Mm-hmm. Please I th- no. I think they're going to take a massive run at Bryce Harper too. Mm-hmm. Please they, no. Uh, Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> also, Ian, keep in mind this could be worse. A week ago, the Yankees were the front runner. I I almost broke my phone <laughs> <laughs> when I got back to back updates on that. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Duquette, I will find you. Yeah. But <laughs> if I the Yankees, if the Yankees had offered a better deal, you have to take it. You absolutely have to take it. You take the, the best Yankees. deal. It's it's a rental. It's a rental. That's he's the thing. Gonna, that's why I would. He's have going been, to decide yeah. where he wants to go. Yes. So uh, that's what I didn't understand. There were there were some rumors out there in the offseason. Oh, they won't trade him to the Yankees or the Red Sox. I'm like, why not? He's he's going to decide ultimately. If he wants to play in New York, he will play in New York. Yeah. You're just delaying the inevitable. Right. So if they offer you the best option, then you take it. Just like 
was San Antonio, which I think ended ended up being Toronto did offer the most. But if Los Angeles had offered them the most, you trade his ass to Los Angeles. Yeah. You get the most back you can get for a guy that's only going to be there for one year and then become a free agent. And I think the debate's popping up now that Machado's off the board with Bryce Harper in D.C. It's like, well, if you think that he's not going to resign in D.C. next year, why don't just trade him now because you've got plenty of outfielders. Juan Soto's having a great year. Robles is coming, Ro- is, Robles is coming back. Yeah, yeah but can, he's a big what-if. I you mean, can probably he, he could be Lucas Giolito 2.0. Oh we my don't god! Yeah. I mean that's the thing too. I mean not that I mean Boston ended up coming in with a better offer, but God, a couple of years ago when the, the, the Nats sale. When the Nats were right there with Chris Sale. Yeah. Oh my runners. god! Imagine that rotation, especially now with the way the rotation is completely just shit on itself. <laughs> I mean to have Sale and Scherzer there, it would have just been unfair. That, yes. They probably would have gone to an NLCS, probably. Eh, maybe. I don't yeah. know. They probably would have fucked it up somehow. <laughs> somehow, somewhere. Matt Every Weir October. still would have tried to backhand <laughs> yeah. balls in the dirt. And Dusty uh-huh. Baker would still be out the door. Yeah. Um, Umo's texting cheese right now. He is? Tell Tim oh. the Rocky Anthology soundtrack and the 30-pack of Bud Light ready for us. <laughs> 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 Sounds like a, that sounds like a night to me. I did see the Creed 2 preview. Oh, man. Ooh. And uh, I, I got, I got, I got an erection. And uh, <laughs> that will be... I haven't seen a movie in the theaters since Mad Max. Wow. That will be the next movie I see in the theaters. Damn. When Creed 2. When they, when they showed two, Drago... When they on showed it, Drago, like, I, I got... I was all, I'm all in. <laughs> like, who is it? He's just a fucking specimen. I wonder who's <laughs> going to win in the second movie of three. Weird. No. So the bad guy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Drago's going to beat him. It's just, you know, it's going to happen. Sorry to ruin everybody's good Yeah, time. but he's going to he's going to end the second Cold War. Did he? We got this. Did he? <laughs> it's good, good timing, by the way. Good yeah. timing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> November, we're going to be right in the thick of it. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, God damn it. Porter's if, biggest nightmare has come. Michael, you know how, you <laughs> know how like, mentally Bobby's taxing it is to fucking worry about him. all this shit all the time? Michael B. Jordan's going to be dropping if I can change... You can change. <laughs> we all can change. Like the biggest face of, oh my God. God fucking damn it. What is the epitome of SMH right now? There was, he literally there was, there was, there was a, a fucking thing on the news the other day where they were talking about Putin apologists. There, there are Americans, just like there were during World War II, that were apologists for the Nazis, thinking that they had a, a good idea going and we should jump on the train like everybody else. And they're talking about how the U.S. and Russia should be friends. Just let bygones be bygones. Just ignore the fact that he's a fucking dictator and he kills his own people and has horrible human rights issues and all that. Just let that go. Just forget about it. Because because China is fucking getting crazy and everybody else in the U.K. is, is lazy and doesn't agree with us. So us and Russia, because we're the true superpowers, I'm air quoting right now, um, should be friends so that it would be better. Well, I just so we should just be like, uh, and I wanted to party with you guys. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's what they're saying. <laughs> and so basically, I, it has been reported that uh, the Golden State Warriors are the front runners to sign Russia in the off season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even sounds, even Porter got that one. Yeah, sounds sounds uh, <laughs> sounds sounds like something they might do. Porter's so upset right now. Yeah. I fucking hate it so much. God damn it. Did you see the memes? The, the one that got me the most is Putin whispering into yeah, Trump's yeah. ear. Your name is Reek now. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was fucking funny. And it's him with that his head down. That shit was so goddamn I funny. I fucking lost it. I, <laughs> the internet like, wins sometimes. <laughs> it won that that one I couldn't day. handle. Like I, I couldn't even. Is that what they say? Oh, Jesus Christ. 
Some of them do say that, yes. Some of them do say it? Yeah. Um, well, then that's who I agree with. Okay. <laughs> Bobby, back to baseball. You, you, you said earlier in this episode, like, that wow moment for you was this week. Elaborate. Tell us. I mean, I was telling Tim before we got on the, like, I think I've said this before, like, I was kind of dreading it because I knew, one, it's going to be a lot of long days. There you know, a lot to do. But, two, I also, like, enjoy my All-Star break because, you know, I'm working nights and weekends throughout the whole summer. So, I like having those four or five days off and going to the beach or whatever. But, damn it, if it wasn't <laughs> really fucking cool. Like, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience, I think. I mean, because if you think about it, there's 30 teams. So, the next, yeah. the earliest next time the All-Star game will be back in D.C. will be 30 years. Um assuming everyone gets a, t- a turn. So it's kind of like it's one thing to cover an all-star game. It's an entirely another thing to cover in your hometown. And I, for it to be like my first time covering an all-star game in my hometown, that was really cool. I mean, from the start, like the the Futures game, I mean, I didn't knew – I think the Orioles and National, Nationals each had two prospects in that yeah, game. Yeah, every team gets two. Yeah, okay. So that was cool. Um, you know, get, get a glimpse of them. Um who was our other guy? Key Boomin. Who was the other guy? Uh, Luis Garcia. Luis Garcia. Right he plays in Hagerstown. He was the youngest player in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then um, the Orioles had Mountcastle and... Uh, the kid uh, from Australia. Yeah, uh, Alex Wells. Wells. Yeah. Alex Wells, who left-hander. Um, and then, like I mentioned earlier, the celebrity game was, you know, it is what it is. It's kind of funny. Like... I I saw I don't know who hit it, but a ball like went scorching by John Walton. He didn't move. He, <laughs> he just <laughs> didn't care. Um, good, so, good. And, and f- fucking Shaq was playing DJ in, in the center red- field. <laughs> yeah, I like in the a shirt. Redskins T-shirt. I like the shirt. <laughs> so like we inter- so like my coworkers interviewed him the night before because he performed at Echo Stage. <laughs> heard about that. DJ Diesel is that the most absurd thing. Are you fucking serious? It's it's so you know how ridiculous it was. They kept telling me they were gonna go interview DJ Diesel and it's Shaq and I was like, okay, who the fuck is that? Like I don't. And then I found out it was Shaquille O'Neal and I was like, what? Why wasn't that your first statement? I was like, well, no, because I, I just assumed <laughs> no, that, that's what I'm saying. You should have. Oh yeah, then. I was like, like, why didn't you elaborate? DJ Diesel, no fucking Shaquille O'Neal, you <laughs> asshole. They kept calling him Shaq. I was like, oh, some asshole's calling him DJ Shaq or whatever. Like he's probably like Russian or something. But anyways, I walked past Shaquille O'Neal in like the the lower. Was that like, the largest man you've ever seen? He's the greatest basketball player ever. He has to be because he is so massive. <laughs> <laughs> he is so, oh, high. <laughs> like who stopped? Like. Could I just imagine how, posting him up? No, no chance. He's posting you up. No chance. Like who stopped that man? That man is the biggest human being I've ever seen. He's a specimen. And how old is he now? Almost forty. He's yeah. still gigantic. Um, so yeah, I mean the whole experience, the home run derby was that the was one event I was so, looking forward so, to the most. So cool. And, and it, it lived up to that. Was it was by far. It was probably one of the best home run derbies we've had yeah. in recent memory. Best one I've seen. I just love the new format. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and Bryce hitting nine in a row to send it to he, quote overtime. He cheated. Cheater. Okay. <laughs> God, that is so like, fucking stupid. People are the worst. <laughs> you really, that is so you really want Kyle Schwarber to beat Bryce Harper in the finals in the home run derby? It's like, are we really D- nitpicking NBC? fucking rules? Is yeah. that where we are now? That's, That's what where we're we doing. Are now. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I was, what, what are we gonna? What are I we think doing? you were you the one that tweeted the camera angle. No, I didn't tweet no, that. Somebody else tweeted the camera angle from out from outfield. So when the the actual umpire would give the, the sign to go ahead, yeah, and he he maybe maybe went early on one, 
And then the umpire like steps up on the next one farther and then gives him the indication like more <laughs> emphatic. Yeah. But maybe, maybe one. Yeah. It was He by... still had to hit nine fucking straight home runs. In every yeah. scenario that you look at it, it's fucking bullshit. I love it. You... I was like, I hate Bryce Harper. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's a dickhead. I don't like him. Yeah. But he looked badass doing it. <laughs> yeah. It was it was it was the best home run derby I've seen. In and I was like, this is great for the city. Yep. Great for the sport. Great for the sport. Great for everything. Continue. Yeah. Why don't you call it a joke? fucking cheater? Eat a dick. Yeah. It's <laughs> the home run derby. Like the only thing cheating is his dad taking PEDs. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. literally the only thing huge. that's cheating. Oh. <laughs> he does not skip arm day, and I respect the hell out of it. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. So that was a little ridiculous. But the fact that Bryce won at Nats Park, I mean. With Doolittle and Scherzer there, bringing him the jer- the trophy, and yeah. then him hanging off to his dad, him choking up in his press conference. Like I was choking up just sitting there listening to him. No. Like, I was like, "Oh my god, I love this city so much too." <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, it was a very very he, cool experience. I think first cro- of all, cro- I, crocodile tears. DC a did a great job <laughs> in all aspects. I mean, because there's so much behind Not the scenes at the stuff. Bullpen. Um. Like the the fan fest that they held Fucking at the convention center, the the play <laughs> that was, ball thing. That was Tommy time. The uh, <laughs> the dedicate all the stuff they did off the field, like away from Nats Park. I think they handled. We I, we put on a great show. I thought I, I'm, it I was like happy it. for our it city. Like it. like it was a very cool event. We Bryce Harper needed that, that love fest too because obviously he is struggling. He's in the you know to his own admission the biggest slump of his life, and I mean he's been. I mean, you said he needed to have fun. I mean, yeah. he, he had fun. Yeah, yeah, and, and and that was the thing too. And I don't know. I mean, it, it could absolutely do nothing for him, and he can continue to. I mean, it was batting practice. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? But yeah, it, it, it did feel like. I mean, I mean, it is to an extent his own fault that he's in this situation where yep. he's going to independent free agency. But he needed an opportunity just to to have a night like that and to you. have I'm, the fans to go nuts. Yeah, I'm telling your mother. And, and that's what we kind of all said in the press box afterwards. Um, <laughs> like, I had a good conversation with Mark Zuckerman afterwards about, like, you know, like, that's the Bryce Harper we need to see. It's like the, the 19-year-old kid who's just having fun. Like, yeah. you know, enjoy the game. Like, he's almost taking it too seriously now and, and you know, in his head way too much and, and trying to do too much at one time. Just enjoy the game. Have fun. You do know, this. show some emotion. That's why people in this city – and baseball fans fell in love with you because you you wore your emotions on your sleeve, and yep. you know you were shouting when you got the second base or stole a base or whatever. And that's what people want to see from you. And, and yep. so I, I agree. I think it was good for him not only just to win it, but just to enjoy the and experience. I was just so. you know Major League Baseball got this right with this format yeah. um, because a home run derby just wasn't working with the ten outs, and it was just it took too long. And it was drawn out. Yeah, it, it just wasn't working. It's an interesting concept, fuck. adapting to times. It's <laughs> <laughs> that means I'm not, I'm not saying Weird. that about it. And then you also think about it strategically. Like, Strategery? I think the, re- the reason Bryce was able to, well, not the reason, but part of the reason was that he's able to hit nine in a row is because he was they able to pace himself. 40 yeah, miles pace. an hour. He only had to hit Correct. 13 in the first two rounds because the other guys weren't hitting well, yeah. so he yeah. was rested. Schwarber I mean, was gassed. He, yeah. yeah, and he, he even and he said... Was still, he, he still was, hit he was, of them. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Schwarber's a big man. He's dude. a big boy. And even <laughs> laying, laying some wood. On like that on-field interview <laughs> I think he did with Buster Olney, More he was like, I'm tired. Like, yeah, and but you know the fact that he didn't have to use the full four minutes for his first two rounds, I think let him rest up a little bit and Absolutely. Able to crank him out. Seven, of and the, he went second. Yeah. yeah, seven of the ten longest home runs on Monday night were by Bar- Bryce, I believe, or something outrageous. Wait, I mean, what? 
Seven? They're the, out of the ten longest home runs hit on Monday, Bryce accounted for seven of them. Oh, yeah. I think Javi Baez hit, hit the longest one by one foot over Bryce Harper. It was like <laughs> 479 to 478. If you're not first, you're last. Also, did they show... <laughs> doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> did you guys all watch on TV? <laughs> I, I watched on TV. Yeah. No, nope. So uh, no one else was nope. there? Did they show the high school home run derby? No. What? So, so the day before... I would have rather watched that. The day before on Sunday... <laughs> They had the high school home run derby, and so they did the finals that night on the home run derby. And this kid who actually which high school? Uh, I don't know, like the national 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 high school. Yeah, which so Bryce, where Bryce was participated that? in? It was, a, it was a Wooten. It was Wooten. Stop it! Yeah. But it was strictly Wooten. Yes, they were hitting <laughs> with metal bats, but this one 18 year old kid hit a ball into the left field, and it hit the the box like wow. the, yeah, like the ticket office. Nice. Yeah, it hit it hit that building. Wow! <laughs> really? It hit, the, it hit the building. Wow! With the I mean, yes, with the metal wow. bat, but with a margarita stand. Yeah, shit. Yeah. He's, a, he's yeah, at high school. It's like hitting the warehouse. That's that's a big ass hit. That he hit it on a, on clean. That's, that's five hundred yards. Crushed it. It I, was one of the most impressive things. I, I, I hit two no, home runs. He's a big kid. Last wow. He has too to much. be. I mean, he was probably six three two. So he's a two forty. He's I a mean, big adult. He, <laughs> he's a fast. He's a big kid, but he crushed that ball, and it was pretty spectacular. Jesus Christ! Uh, the last thing about the All Star Game is on the Ocho. DC is a sports town. This whole narrative. I mean, when we saw what the Caps did with the celebrations, partying in the streets, and then the show that our hometown put on this week. I mean, this is this is a different kind of sports town than it was, you know, five years ago. What have you? Yeah, two and years I, ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. To quote PFT. I want to say a bunch, but I know I'm going to get shit for it. Proceed. We want to hear John that. Wall's a front-running piece of shit. He shouldn't have even been there. He's fucking... At the celebrity? Yes. Well, Ryan Kerrigan was there, too. What? You, you mean a celebrity at the game or participating in that celebrity? Wasn't Wasn't John Wall the one wearing uh, Cowboys. Cowboys jerseys? Oh, yeah. And he comes in playing, right in playing you know, Nassar. He's like, oh, oh, now we're good. Now we're good. Everybody else is excited well, about being sports. here. Didn't like it. That was not my take. That is my one sliver of 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 you know not trying Porter, to porterism. Poke poke the fucking balloon and and pop it kind of thing. But that was like I saw dick, that I was like dick, fuck you John dick, Wall. Dick, stop dick, it. Dick, 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 yes, dick. exactly. I was like stop. Quit quit showing up when you could have before rooting for Dallas. I, I I'll never I, get over that. I think it was it's, a, it's, it's, a that's why event. like he's he's in any other jersey other than a Wizards jersey. It's like go fuck yourself. Stop it. Like just, just no. no. I can't trust don't. anything you're saying. Just don't come to a Redskins Cowboys game wearing a Cowboys jersey. Neither here nor there. But you see what I'm saying. When I saw that photo of him in a Nats jersey, I was like, "Hey, why? Come on." I mean, he probably doesn't have a baseball team. He grew up in North Carolina. Yeah. Wasn't that the uniform they were issued for the celebrity game? I think so. But yeah, that. But I mean, they all had their the own. What? They all had. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? You mean he didn't make his own choice as an adult human? Well, they all he had, had. He had to wear that jersey. Well, that's that was the team uniform. Yeah, that's for, the way for the celebrity. That wasn't it? Weird. <laughs> but the other, but to Porter's point, they all had like their favorite oh, baseball yeah, team yeah, the logo, logo like on their National sleeves, team. and he had a W. He had a curly W. So did but and so did what Josh. Norman. I was gonna say Josh Norman. So did well, yeah. Him and Bryce watched Cowboys games together in the yeah. season. So did Tim Kirchin. Yeah. Well, Walter yeah, he's Johnson. Local. WJ, that's where yeah, it was. WJ. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was WJ or Churchill. It was funny watching the, the game and like so one inning, like Tim Kirchin <laughs> was playing shortstop or no, second base. 
and you know, like there's a bunch of athletes just standing around. So like the pitch comes, everyone's just standing around, and Tim Kirchner like gets into a stance, and he's like ready to get ready. To do. Uh, it's so funny. I love Tim Kirchner. Kirchner's the man. He's the man. I just want him he to do interviews with Van Pelt play. every day. I just want to watch Van that Pelt mess with him. Gold. It's gold. and Nanny Boos. <laughs> <laughs> Nanny Machado. <laughs> um, well, be okay. Speaking of John Wall, I did want to. We're, we're going to survive. Uh, we're going to live on. NBA transition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, big trade today. Who yeah. Do, I, who to what's up? Well, I think they made it official. Oh, you're talking about uh, Kawhi. Yeah. yeah. I thought you about Dwight. Dwight. <laughs> That's not a trade. Well, no. I thought there was another porter. <laughs> what you doing, Bob? Oh, I have time. nothing else to do. No. <laughs> Tim, what do you think of the trade? <laughs> I have to give you shit. I'm so tired of partying. <laughs> Slurs McKenzie. I think it was a. I actually think it was a win-win for both sides because the Raptors, after they got swept again by the Cavaliers, LeBron. We knew, yeah, by LeBron. We knew it. We're like, all right, this team is just not cutting it. So they had to do something. And and firing Dwayne Casey wasn't the answer to their problems. It was they had to they had to change up this lineup one way or the other. So they went out and they got and they it's a risky pr- move. But if he's healthy, he's a top five player in the league. Easily, if not yeah. top Easily. three. Easily, I, I go top three. So really. I do. And yeah, a couple so years ago, healthy, he was, healthy. I think. And, and the two, two way. way. Yeah. And, and for the Spurs. You clearly know they don't they don't put up a bullshit. So they weren't dealing with with Kawhi and any sort of of drama. So they went out they and they were able to get an all star. They got DeMar DeRozan who in the regular season drops what, twenty five, twenty seven points a game, yep. multiple time all star. Yep. You put him in that culture, you've got Lamarcus Aldridge, you've got Pop. This is, I think this is a, a win-win for both sides. I, I know everyone, there's always going to be a winner and a loser to a, to a trade. I think both sides won. Right now, both sides have won. And also the Lakers were a big winner today. Because if he goes to Boston, I am convinced that he falls in love with Boston. They make him the star in that town. They maybe go to the NBA Finals. Wow. And he might sign a, a contract extension. Toronto's an awesome city. I just cannot see him signing a long-term deal there. Boston is a fantastic city. I love that place. I was only there for like five days, and I fell in love with it. (laughs) I'm I'm dead serious. You'll you'll go there, and it it is amazing. And if you played for Brad Stevens, yeah, you got Brad Stevens. Well, yeah, um, I'm not I'm not factoring that into it. So you'd love it even more, Greg. I didn't say you'd love it less. Well, now, but the, also the Raptors feel like they're, they're still in the conversation <laughs> yeah. because now LeBron's gone. Yeah, you have the Celtics, the Sixers, and and them and them. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's be real. It's not the Wizards aren't going to do. And and look, the Wizards. First off, Demar Derozan's better than Bradley Beal, so this was a yeah. better deal for San Antonio. Yeah, but the Wizards. If Ernie Grunfeld, which he probably didn't, oh. Ernie Grunfeld <laughs> should have said, you want Bradley Beal, you can have him. Because I think the Wizards were in the same rut that the Raptors are. What, are we, what are we doing? Worse. Are, are, we, are we just going to middle and mediocrity? But we have them under contract for a long time. Okay. Or we could take a risk. We're just good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, my goal would not to be to win 46 games a year. Right. Yep. I mean, it's nice. It's, it's better than what we used to have, yep. which was 
horrendous basketball. But if you've got an opportunity to get one of the best players in the league, even if it is for one year, in a horrendous conference, why not? And and a healthy Kawhi, because a healthy Kawhi is... Well, we don't know. That's the (laughs) risk. But I think... I I, I mean, he barely played. He's got to be healthy. I think he's healthy. I I think he just didn't trust the San Antonio Spurs. That isn't... I mean, the Spurs have been doing this for over 20 years, and they haven't had, like... It's just... This is the first diva that they yeah. had. And, yeah. And never would I have thought Kawhi Leonard yeah. would you know, have been so that diva. A lot of it was his uncle. <laughs> it sounds like the the uncle's the mouthpiece of that. I mean, huh. maybe it is him to his uncle. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I like Toronto making this risk. It's a risky move. And even if it's for one year, if you get to the NBA Finals, isn't it a victory? And Yeah. Hey, look, Golden State's Golden State, but... Maybe they get an injury. I don't know. Who knows? You, be, you never be know. Like two injuries. Yeah, multiple <laughs> injuries, right? Um, well, we you said not the Wizards. What do you uh, What do you all think of the Dwight Howard trade? I have a lot of thoughts, signing and opinions. Signing. Sorry, signing. Um, I I like yeah, it. I, I do like too. It. I like it. I mean, it's better than what we had. That's that's what that's why. So I it's like, like it. I I get why I understand why people are like. Well, why are we paying? I mean, what's twelve million max over two years? Is that what it is? Yeah. So 11, I think okay. Uh, you know, it's not that much compared to what he was or is used to getting, and he's definitely better than Gortat and Mahimi. So, you know, every, we've been saying for the past however many years we need a true center and a true big man that and can play big. both ways. Oh, you know, not just Greg. all John Wall. I got a lot of time on my hands. Big. Right, not just score or not just play defense, but yes. can do both, and that's what we got. But and will he be motivated? What? And That's the question. I, I mean, how many teams have sold on, on Dwight Howard? Howard. <laughs> Dwight Howard. The Lakers. Four, four teams in four the years. Rockets. The Hawks. So, but how many Sims. true? How many true point guards has he has he played with? True point guards like a John Wall. It was Nash healthy? You no. Know? And then you got to think about the L.A., and that's years ago, and that was an old Kobe. 36-year-old Steve Nash, however old he was. So, I mean, I hope – no, I hope – look, I'm a Wizards fan, and, and this is – I think when a lot of people, I like that sound effect. Right. <laughs> it's like it's like Alex Smith. I I wasn't, I was a fan of the actual acquisition, but I would prefer to have a different quarterback there that is now in a northern city. Um, but I'm a Redskin Who? fan, so I hope that Alex Smith is fucking awesome. Yep. Because and, and I can never I fucking hope so. I never understood the Jesus the hatred Christ. for anyone that is in your town. It's like. You should be cheering for them. That right. They're awesome because that means we're really good. You know? That's that's a really good People have brought it up to me all the time because I hate LeBron. What if LeBron's on the Wizards? I'm like, well. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> a horse LeBron's of a different on color. the Wizards. I'll be the first one to buy his jersey. Well, then here we are. Yeah. I'll be the first one to say quit embarrassing the goddamn Wizards with your fucking flagrant bullshit. He's still not, Stand he's still up. not the GOAT. But he would no. be. He, he, he would never be, will be. He would be the GOAT for DC. Never will be. I mean, we got at least two <laughs> years of redemption of not falling on the ground for no reason. Stop pulling a Neymar. Yeah. I got, Who's a Neymar? I want to do like a, a, a pro and con <laughs> type thing here with the Dwight Howard signing. Ooh. Pros. Ooh. He is, Ooh. I would say, unequivocally better. Tommy's had a boner the entire time since hearing that. Really? He's no. happy about it. Since about the Dwight, Dwight Howard? Yeah. No, he's not happy no, about he's it. No, he's not. Ooh, what? Nope. No. Tom, we don't talk enough. <laughs> you guys live together. Yeah, Porter, it's in our group chat. It's literally right there. He, it, it's spelled I, out. I, for I, I, I don't pay attention. You don't read enough. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't read our group chat, that's for sure. Uh, Dwight is unequivocally better defensively um, protecting the rim than Gortat. I, I don't think we can question that. Nope. The thing is, can Dwight 
play Gortat's role. That's to set screens and to rebound. Because every single time Dwight's not a part of the offense and if he's on the bench in the fourth quarter during crunch time minutes, he's the same Dwight that has alienated himself from every single franchise that he's been on, basically. A baby. He's a baby. And um, that is a, that was probably the, one of the Wizards' biggest problems last year was, you know, off-the-court drama. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was a lack of chemistry and it was, you know, whatever was going on between Gortat and Wall and so All on. All those so war forth. crimes. <laughs> um, the another negative aspect to me is he's playing a, he plays a position that has lost its value almost year by year in today's NBA. Um, whether that's cyclical or if it's here to stay, um, you know, is he going to be able to play from outside of the paint? Yeah, on offense and defense. I mean, he he hasn't before. Yeah, I mean, he has no jump shot mid range game at all. Um, at the same time, he's athletic and he can run and. If you can give us 20, 25 minutes a game, get us 12 rebounds, you know, give us 10, 10 and 10 a night, set screens for John Wall, I'm all about it. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is his attitude. Like yep. we alluded to earlier is, you know, I, I saw people are reporting that, you know, the reason he picked D.C. is to, one, to play with John Wall, but also to kind of reestablish himself as a player mm-hmm. that he can, one, still be productive, but two, also his head's in the right place, that he yep. – can be a team player that he can accept a lesser role because he's not the player he used to be and to kind of re then re-enter himself into the market and try to get a bigger deal and there's or a been, better team and there have been too many times and, and and look if he's saying that hopefully he's a man of his word which I mean, that's be, his motivation yeah, right yeah, there that'd be great and if he's a, look if you got a motivated dwight howard at oh. that price yes sign yeah. me up he's I a motivator I, i'm extremely skeptical of that i haven't seen it in many years yeah. i mean when he was in orlando he was an absolute monster i thought he's gonna go down as one of the, the yeah. best big look, man we of were, all time we yeah. were le- legitimately debating who would you rather have lebron or dwight howard yeah when, yeah. The, when they beat him in the was yep. it the conference semis yeah. that mm-hmm. one year so um, he single-handedly beat that and team. then yeah. it, i mean the trajectory just c- completely went down so We'll it's, see. It's all I, in his head. I, I just I don't believe it. I, I don't believe it. And I, and as much as Marchand Gortat and and look, yeah, to your point, Tom, he is an upgrade over Marchand Gortat. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll see. But I, I just I, I think that come February, if things aren't going right, there's going to be some some griping, some yeah. bullshit. Yeah. And I just that, that's, what, that's what it is. Not that's to mention, version. I don't think we have the coach that can schematically figure out what to do when they do the hack with Dwight. Scott Brooks cannot figure that out. Um, and he'll just, you know, throw his arms up in the air like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm just keep it in. Let's hope he just makes free throws. Um, I, I'm skeptical. But the signing I actually like more is Jeff Green. Yeah, I was waiting for that. I like the Jeff Green signing. Even, I know he's local, so I always think that's cool. Yeah, Local guys cool. come home. People but for the price, real. Uh, he's goes a, wrong. he can play multiple positions. He can shoot, um, you know, score on his own. He's a good defender overall. I mean, he's a plus defender in comparison to Mike Scott. Um, I like that signing. I think he'll he'll fit in well. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, too. these under the radar signings, good athletes that can score. Have we have a large sample size that John Wall in this offense works with guys like that? Whether yeah. it was Mike Scott or it was you know Jason Smith the year before, Martel Webster. I mean, the the list goes on. That I I, I like that one. Yeah. I'm I'm a fan of the Jeff Green signing. I do like that. Yeah, I like them both. But I mean, Dwight's going to get you what sixteen ten. If we, you should. If get a sixteen and ten, man, like I mean, that's gonna. That's what was the average like last year? Robbery. It was it was about that, right? If not more. Yeah, it should. I mean, uh, that's kind of get a double double, and then yeah. we'll go from there. Give that yeah. to me. 
Right. Um, Please and thank you. Yes. So the I guess the other thing is so. I believe you three are more college basketball guys. Is that right, Tim? Are you yeah. still more college basketball than NBA? Uh, you uh, know, my tune has started to change a little bit. I just... I, what am I, not in the room? You hate basketball. Uh, correct, yeah. Greg. Better than the NBA, though. Who, I love fucking college basketball. Who did the Wizards draft? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but of okay. the four of us... If I were to say Troy Brown like, Jr., could you tell me where he went? No. What? <laughs> he didn't look that bad. He did, but it's summer league. I'm not getting excited. Okay. I don't trust an Ernie Grunfeld. With the you're right, you're right, you're right. I don't right. trust an Ernie Grunfeld. The faux outrage of that draft pick was hilarious, <laughs> though. It was just amazing. Every, oh, my God. How, Lonnie Walker. I'm like, where did Lonnie Walker go to college, most of you fucking jabronis? You're just <laughs> saying that because he got drafted by the Spurs. And, <laughs> and you're like, well, if you got drafted by the Spurs, he must be great. <laughs> um, but no, it's funny. I, I've been... The the drama that is NBA offseason is fascinating. To me. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah. And and I and as a don't make any goddamn sense. And and the NBA that's the only drama. And the NBA playoffs is <laughs> is great great drama because I love this strategy that is game to game. What's the symbology? Changing there? of you know schematics. Yeah. Those. So I like that. I can't get into regular season NBA though. I just. I mean that's the thing. I, I think boring. this time right now is great for the NBA. Thank you. Like it, it's the <laughs> slowest day of the sports calendar, and they own it because of this Kawhi trade. Yeah. But they're white noise in October, in November, in December until Christmas Day, mm-hmm. and then they go back to being white noise January, February, March, and then April comes around like, oh yeah, the NBA, let's do it. So it's, I, I don't know. I mean, I think they have embraced. The star culture, which has been huge for them, yep, something that MLB does not embrace, and they should, and they're, and now you've got the uh, commissioner calling out Mike, Mike Trout, Trout for yeah. not being a personality. Like what? Uh, <laughs> That's the face of no. the MLB. What are we doing? Disagree. He's just on a bad team. So, um, I, I love the drama that is the NBA, but yeah, I, I would, I would watch an, I will watch a college basketball game over an NBA game most nights of the week. Yes. Correct. See, I, I think I agree. you are correct. Uh, I would would you agree that basketball is the second Thank most popular you. sport in the world? Thank you. In the world in the world or in the country? In the world. In the world, yes. Definitely in the country too, I would say. Yeah, in the country and the world. Yep. It's huge in you know Asia it's, yeah. it's massive. So soccer is the most popular sport in the world. Yeah. Probably followed by basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and uh yeah, 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 I would agree. It's I, I would say college basketball's in trouble. Because with, I mean, with mm. despite all these indi- federal indictments coming on, I, I feel like the, the <laughs> weird the NCAA doesn't fucking live up to its word. <laughs> uh, weird, <laughs> label everything a nonprofit. Nobody organ. Or, uh, sorry, continue. No, you're, you're, <laughs> I'll drink. You're right. I'll drink. Right. I'm sorry. I, well, I, just, I, I, I just get angry from time whiskey. God damn it! <laughs> College basketball, Idiots. I think, is struggled with, um, you know, with the one and done system, and that's really dictated. It's you know, year by year seasons, and it's it's kind of hard to figure out. There's no consistencies with these teams because we have to learn about new players every single year. Yeah, and then I thought with the star driven, how the NBA has really marketed their their star players, and how it's really just you know amassed into becoming this you know global power. Um, then Demarcus Cousins signs with the Warriors for the mid level exception. Um, Twenty nine other teams could have signed him. I know. Uh, I, I just feel Another like... Another faux outrage, in yeah. my opinion. But at the same time where I, I would say we're, the NBA's problem right now is when... And really any sport, when you lose the unpredictability of sports, you know, what's always called the greatest reality show on television, yep. when you lose its unpredictability, 
that's when the you know the novice fan loses interest. Yep. None of us are novice fans. I mean, we're I watch way too much basketball to that than I can admit. Um, and then, but what I'm seeing just you said you're no you have no interest in the regular season. For the first time, I'm like, and we've debated college basketball versus the NBA. Their college and more NBA. Then I'm like, then I see what has happened this offseason. I'm like, I. I got nothing. Yeah, nothing. I got nothing. Nothing. It's it's, it's heartbreaking. It really is because there's there's no point for me to watch anymore. I yeah. love the Wizards and I'm still going to watch. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but to know the outcome before the season even starts, for what the foreseeable future, really, yeah. like, yeah, it's I, an interesting argument to have because you know you look at you look at the NFL and aside from the Patriots, that's pretty much it. Everybody, it's it's unpredictable every year. There's always a last to first. There's always a first to last. There's an argument to be had that that's not good. The the parity isn't a good thing. I, I would disagree. Um, I would but then you look at the NBA and the opening doubleheader this year to start the season was Celtics, Cavs, Rockets, Warriors, and that was <laughs> the Western and Eastern Conference yeah. Finals. And I think majority of people could have predicted that. Now, yeah. granted, Celtics were a little bit different story dealing with their injuries, and I I felt like that made the Eastern Conference playoffs uh, more exciting. So, yeah, I don't know. I I don't have a good answer because I, at times when you see the random ass NFL teams, it's kind of like, eh, do you do you really want do you want to see the Jaguars making it far, or do you want to <laughs> see stars? Do you want to watch it? Do you want to see the NBA Finals with you know Kyle Lowry and Demar Derozan and OG Ananobi, or do you want to hate watch against LeBron? and hate watch against Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. You know, the Western, look, as, 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 as predictable as it was and felt like, the Rockets were one injury away oh from God, going yeah. to the NBA Finals. Yep. Yeah, and, and, and you could argue that, that the, the Cavaliers could have beaten the Rockets. I wouldn't go that far, but you <laughs> could certainly make that argument. Yeah, probably wouldn't be a sweep. No. No, it would have been a better Finals. Yeah. And I thought the Rockets. And I mean, won. Game One of the NBA Finals was one of the m- most fascinating basketball games I ever watched in my life. I mean, it was unbelievable. That yeah. was unbelievable. And, and that, I mean, obviously that J. hand R. injury, but you know, the that ended the series. It was over. Yeah. But back to your point, like I don't know, I'm talking about the Jaguars making the AFC Championship game. Like I was saying, there, like the Jaguars should have won this game. I was like, yeah. Like, yep. Who's not watching this game? This game is an incredible football game. It's well, yes, the Jaguars don't have any like flashy stars, or they're not the Patriots, but this is a great football game, and they should have won. They're one of the Jaguars. And they're a great football team. Yeah. Yep. And uh, like, and then we also talked about one of our episodes, like, you know, the Saints would have they lost on that one, last second Stephon Diggs touchdown, but they would have been a better matchup with the Eagles in the probably, NFC Championship absolutely. game, and that yeah, would have been a better game. Yeah. And they maybe even won. The, I mean. Yeah. The NFL just provides uh, countless drama. In the NFL, sorry to cut you off, Tom. It, the Umo. the Umo narrative Umo. has completely changed, and it changes every year. Because two years ago, it was well, you can never win without a star quarterback. So you got to go out, you got to pay money, and you got to get a big time quarterback. Well, Blake Bortles and uh, um, you know, Case Nick Keenum, those all those are <laughs> three out of four yeah, in, the, in, Goff, in the championships. Now you're hoping that you strike gold with a first round pick, and then you can build around it. This is what the Seahawks did for so many years. They were yeah. able to build a ridiculous defense around Russell Wilson when he was on a rookie contract. Mm-hmm. But see what I what I think the NFL does right is there's a competitive balance, and just I mean, like we saw with the Jaguars in the AFC Championship game, they won three games a year before that. There's not a competitive balance in the NBA. 
And I, I just hope that well, the players are the ones that blame. Yes, I agree. And, and, I want I and, absolutely. And agree. they unanimously brought back you know Michelle Roberts as their union rep, but they all fucked up. Mm-hmm. They all made a massive mistake by having the spike in cap, mm-hmm. and that's what allowed Kevin Durant. It was just a, a a perfect set of ingredients that allowed Kevin Durant to be able to go to Golden State. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you saw a bunch of these random ass jabronis getting mm-hmm. huge deals. You know, Amy. <laughs> mm. Mm, yes, of course. Sorry, what? Porter, are you just saying words? Don't worry about it. Okay, I'm agreeing. Okay. Uh, I I hope that uh, I mean I'm not sure when the next the next CBA um, agreement needs to be done, but I I just I want to see more of a competitive balance. I feel like that's common in the NFL. It's common in baseball. Um, yeah. Baseball in hasn't had a repeat champion since the Yankees wow. in the early 2000s. I mean yeah. that's. Like, it's like that's like one of their main yeah. selling points is that we're always competitive. Yeah. Everything's always changing. I, I don't know what it was, and maybe Ian, you can elaborate. I don't know what it was that why the Demarcus Cousins was like the the straw that broke the camel's back, where everyone like the uh, there was just you know unilateral outrage. Just what the hell? How? Like he when he's healthy, he's one of the best centers in in basketball. Now he's going to a seventy win team because they went they went from four all stars to literally the all star team. That's an all star team. That's a starting. Five right there, a starting five on one team, and they have a great coach with a bench. And the motherfucker took what four point three million a year? Yep, a year. And nobody, nobody could offer better than that. I don't believe that for a second. I think he just wanted a championship. But the second, I, I've always liked the Warriors because they built it. Yeah, you know, and yeah. they built it. They they revolution revolutionized the. They the drafted sport. well. They they got a steal in Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. They did things that we could have done, mm-hmm. we just didn't. They did it better. <laughs> Wait, well, so Steph you... Curry's injury was also massive in the build because he got injured at the right time. So he only signed a four for forty four that allowed them to have this cap space that could then go Very out, and, mm-hmm. you know, get Kevin Durant. So there were some circumstances that also worked in there. So favor. you're saying but the they didn't Kevin Durant. getting Randy Foy and Mike Miller was a bad idea? No, that was a great trade. That Steph Curry trade. trade. Got it. Um, I, I hope they can figure something out because I, I'm losing interest and I, I, I feel like I am in the majority there. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay. I, and I, I would agree. Okay. I'm watching college basketball every night instead of yep. the NBA. Yeah, we get to watch Mark Turgeon e- offense. Yep. Yeah, that's always fun. E- yep. Um, <sighs> all right. Last, last sport. He's – oh, never mind. Are you good, Tim? I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, you know, the NFL Network puts out this every year. They're top 100 players as voted on by the players. Oh, yeah? Yes. Interesting. There is only one Redskin voted on this year's list. Ooh, harsh. Well, t- two. Te- Kirk Cousins was one, but no, him being in Minnesota, um, of course. Who's the other hmm. That's so, interesting. Ian, do you have any guess who this is? This is my, this is my, first, my first hearing of it. I'm I mean, excited. what, probably Kerrigan? That's no. what I said. It was no. not. Kerrigan did Trenton? not make the top 100. Got thank it. you. Who, who was it, Trent? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I I find that actually like no he's, Ryan he's, Kerrigan. He's fucking no Josh Norman. Uh, no Josh Norman. He didn't have a good year. Um, I, mean, I still think he's one of the I, best I thought, corners in the league. I, I thought Chris Thompson was a top one hundred player this year prior to his injury. Um, Zach Brown. Yep, that's my man. Yeah, he, they're, he all, the league, they're all they're all they're all fucking awesome. Two weeks after he got injured, they're they're all awesome in their own right. But if well, I, I'm just surprised. What's that say about your peers when you know you only have one? Yeah, 
Trent Williams, he was the 57th player. building for 20 years. So, I mean, like, you know, I wouldn't be top that 15. high expectations. I mean, it, I think, yeah, I don't know. I'd never really take stock in any of those, like, top 100. Top, sure, yeah. Like, it's, it's Especially it's, in basketball, but, like, it's almost a popularity concept. Con- but test. even by your own peers? Yeah. They change every year, and it's the same people voting. Yeah. Ew. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's a bummer. Ooh. Good. Like, how many did, how many did, like, the Ravens have? Use it as motivation. Fuck the Ravens. Sure. Sorry. You know? I mean, right. Do the Redskins <laughs> lack star power? <laughs> yeah. Please don't sure. uninvite me from your house. I think they absolutely do. Yeah. I mean, who are, who's our receiving core? I mean, they have no, you know, big name receiver. I, I'm surprised that Josh Norman's not on that list because, yeah. you know, the year after his finale in Carolina, he was probably top 10. So I, I don't think he's made that significant of a drop. I think that's. Yeah. And I think the numbers show that guys aren't, aren't going their his way. So right. it's like, and, it's and not, I think there, I mean, could you argue there's some jealousy there with, you know, because of the money that he received? Sure. Um, but look. Once again, I, I don't I, I don't know what to feel about this Redskins team, but I think they don't have glaring weaknesses that they've had in years past. I think they're solid in a lot of spots. Now, I don't know what that's going to lead to. I mean, the Eagles are significantly better. Uh, who the fuck knows with the Giants? I mean, they... Oh, Saquon's going to scare me so much. Yeah. I fuck mean, the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them. So, I, 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 I like this team. So I like it, too. I don't know if they're 8-8. Eight eight. Uh, I mean... Maybe we get an eleven win season. Wouldn't that be nice? Just Vegas, we've never had one. I we've know. never had one in our they, lifetime. They they <laughs> have the building blocks. They need the motivation to just step the fuck up and perform. In my opinion. Uh, well, so no? I think going into the Vegas? past couple of years with with Kirk, we kind of knew what the Redskins were because yeah. we are, Kirk can probably carry us to eight wins. Hopefully, we win nine or ten. Yeah. Um, and make a playoff run. This team, you know. Like Tim said, we have a lot of good places everywhere, but we just don't know what as a, a team what a lot of B players, a yeah. lot of eighty you know, ratings on Madden. Right, we don't know what Alex is going to do. We don't know how the defense is going to improve. Mm-hmm. Um, how these rookies are going to perform. How Jonathan Allen's going to be after his injury. When Trey Quinn's going to save our world, save our yeah. lives. How the secondary is going to be after <laughs> losing. Um, oh goddamn it! Trey Quinn, Kemba season. Fuller, and uh, Bashar Breeland. So. Um, you know, how, it's, I, can the I, offensive line stay healthy? I don't think I'm gonna get to get over that Kendall Fuller. You know, him gone. Is Alex yeah. Smith gonna that fit really Jay Gruden's us. offense? I think he will, but like it's you know, it's still gonna be a, really a process of transitioning. So I, I would say really I think they're more interesting now than they have been in the years past. The big, so much. I, I would say when you when you talk about these top 100 players, I think with a, a healthy Chris Thompson and a Jay Gruden style offense, I, I, you could say that you could make that argument. He's a top 100 player. He's the best third down back in the league. He was until he got yeah. hurt. Yeah, but there's a caveat of injuries. Yep. I mean, and, and and Jordan Reed is the best ca- pass catching tight yep. end Jordan probably in the league yep. when healthy. Um, yep. if, and if that's, any, that's always the constant when healthy. If, if anyone needs to be, be given some respect, it's Ryan Kerrigan not being on that list is Yeah, bullshit. I would think that's Ryan Kerrigan would be on the yeah. list because yep. he's gone how many years now? Yep. Double digit sacks. Yep. He's just consistent. I mean, he's not going to lead the league in sacks, no. Like a, you know, a Von Miller has in the past or what have you. But he's if you can get ten plus sacks per year, I mean, I yeah. You you could say DJ Swearinger played at a, a pretty close to an elite level last year, mm-hmm. um, except when he doesn't have to cover tight ends. Um, <sighs> you know, I, I guess we'll weird. <laughs> yeah. I, what? I, Sorry, <laughs> I, I I broke your concentration. I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. Umo. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, they're, I would say they're, they're solid. I, I don't. I, I would say maybe their glaring weakness is just we don't know what we'll get out of the receiving core. I don't know what Josh, Josh Doxson is. I feel like he's more of a, a secondary receiver than a, than a top target. This will be the year. This, this will be the yeah. year that we find out. Um, I like the idea of Paul Richardson more than Paul Richardson himself. Um, I like the concept of him. Yep. And I like how our – kind of similar. I like how our defense is constructed. I just don't know if they can get off the field on third down. I think I think Minuski with actual talent and what what he can actually plug in and plug in. I, I have faith in this year. I mean, he, what he did last year with nobodies. Remember when we did the grades? Yeah. And we just kept on giving all these no names. Yeah. What the fuck is a Zach Vigil? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Matt, know hey, he can play. Yeah. Damn right. So like, but oh, Minuski's hey. plugging in like. Here's, ooh. Here's, here. I, I, have, I have faith in the defense. Yes. I would say this oh, I love a really if good I think our art season dropped off when Jonathan Allen and Ionitis went out. And, yeah, um, Ionitis. God damn it! I losing love that Jonathan name. Allen was huge. That so is you bring him back. Name Deron Payne. So yeah, you've got a, you've got a line. You think? So we'll see. Our two biggest weaknesses may have just gone to our two biggest strengths in the D line and the running game. Yeah, yeah. With Chris Thompson and Darius guys. Yeah. And th- those names that Tim just said. I mean, our, our D line can't. Will it be immediate this year? Who knows? Time will tell. But <laughs> fuck them, bitches, bitches. I would I would say you, more so the the NFC is stacked in comparison to the AFC. I mean, you have the Eagles, you have the Packers coming back, Vikings, the Vikings, the Rams, the Rams. Just got cooks. The 49ers look to be good. <laughs> Porter, god damn. <laughs> I'm sorry I, I, I had Curry earlier. The, the the Saints are good. I mean, these are a lot of Yeah. It could be it could be interesting. NFC's gonna be very, very yeah. good. Yeah. NFC's, it, well what was it training camp? Except, like nine except days? for the goddamn nine days. God damn. Camp so fast. So exceeded. Damn fast. All right, that seems like a good place to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. weird. We have, uh, Tim, I have one last question for you. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh no, you, well, you know what question it's going to be. <laughs> this is the most important question. We have okay. time for this, Porter. And you talk about food a lot on your on your shows. I've, you, I know you. we've had many cereal debates back in Former our, shows. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's a yes or no question. Is a burger a sandwich? It's a burger. <laughs> yes. It's a yes. Wait. Boom! So you think you said it's a? He sandwich? just said yes. Uh, it's a bur- he didn't It's a burger. Come, so it's just a burger. So, so is it a sandwich? I Come. think it's its own category. Yes, thank you. Come so the fuck down, no. Bobby. He said yes. I yeah, can, I can yeah. see the Bobby confusion. Down. I can see the Bobby Come, confusion. Bobby, Bobby, thank you. you. I did you're say you're yes, confused. He said just, yes. Just calm down. But it is a burger. Bobby was it's wrong. Its own category. Uh, but it's still a sandwich. But it's but no. That's not. It's its own. Category said, in the sandwich family. Literally not I agree what with he you said. that. It's its own category. And he's struggling but it's and grasping at straws <laughs> and trying to say, hey, come with you're, me. Now you're just making noise so he can't concentrate. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm easily doing the same thing you are, talking to the same microphone, just longer because you're dumb. That was... <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> that, was, that was mean. <laughs> All right. I think, and I think Bobby the sandwich family. And I do believe that burgers are in their own family, but maybe they're in the same tree of sandwiches. Is that Bobby? Did I make that, everyone happy? Count. Bobby, everyone that'll, happy? that'll play. Listen to me. I've been holding this back for months. Oh, oh no! Stop it! I've been you holding it back. You and I had a talk. What do you mean for months? You really, you really gonna do, do this? You do this right now without no preparation whatsoever? I always said it was gonna do. I was gonna do it when with it feels no right. With no prep. <laughs> with no prep. What? 
All right. You're just wrong. That's what it is. It's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was in the same tree. But a burger is a burger. I, I'm, I'm not denying that. Bobby, a okay. burger is a sandwich. A burger is a sandwich. Yep. Yes, it is. Thank you. Sorry, guys. Is a hot dog a sandwich? I've known this for So we for had that conversation, months. and then uh, for all those who at why home, uh, Ian Foster is a turncoat, <laughs> and uh, he flip-flopped like a flip-flopping flounder flip-flopping. Well, I, stu- I stuck by it just to watch Til Bobby Flounder. Literally right <laughs> and just, now. And, and so I could, this entire time you've thought the burger is a sandwich? Oh, for months, yeah. I still love you. <laughs> I'm just so happy that you're yeah. finally on the correct yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. This sucks. That's 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 yeah, what's happening. Sorry, Tom and it's Porter. cool, cool, cool. Maybe uh, we should put the debate to rest because you guys keep losing. That's not the case. That's 100 percent the case. How is it? Because you guys have had one person agree with you that it's a burger, that it's not a sandwich. Yeah, but it was Chick Hernandez, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. it's kind of your godfather <laughs> and your uncle, and he's so misinformed. Uh, I'm sorry, Chick Hernandez, uh, your godson, uh, and your semi. How many times have to say this? Uh, Who wore the fedora? Hates you apparently. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, sounds like I'm still winning. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tim, thanks so much for joining us. Yours, no problem. Really appreciate gosh. it. Got a little crazy at the end because of the the whole. Yeah, Ian switching sides. You know, Ian, Ian jumping ship. They, they've known uh, about this like a, like a, like a yeah. Benedict Arnold. But, you know, that just, you know, literally happened right now, but that's cool. Yeah. Uh, now, you've awesome. known, you've known for awesome. months. Yeah. And I said I would and stick out for literally a long time. happened right now. I think that's funny. <laughs> I'm just happy you're on the right side. At one Tim Murray I on Twitter. On right um, also, uh, check yes, him out on correct. WBAL and um, Navy pre and post game shows coming up this fall. Um, Tim again. Thanks so much for joining Thanks, us. Dude. Thank you, Tim. Thanks, guys. At, Love you, buddy. At Tim Great underscore. To see you. At Tom underscore Natalie. At Ian underscore Foster 21. At Gregory Shut Up. I'm not on the internet. At Bobby <laughs> underscore Blanco. PMIC Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Night. Boom. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this has been Put Me In Coach Podcast. <laughs>